The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. Welcome back to America, Farouk. Thank you very much. And Bellary. I'm happy to be back. Glad you're back on the show, man. It's good to see you. Glad we're hanging out. What's up, dude? Good to be back here, man. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. So uh, we have an astronomer. Yes. We got a physicist. And I wanted to start out with uh, something that y'all did before Farouk left. Uh, you took him up to Six Flags, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that experience. <laughs> All right. So. Because I got his side of the tale. I want your side Oh, yeah. Of the I mean, tale. from the first time that I told him that we got to go to the Six Flags, he started nagging about it that, no, this is not going to happen. <laughs> I won't step into yeah. that. <laughs> All right. We will see. You will get there. You will see how cool it is. You will like it. So we got him over. He saw the first roller coaster he just stopped for 20 seconds he was staring at the roller coaster <laughs> and saying no way i won't do that <laughs> yes you are <laughs> i did it dude there are kids part we can get you covered let's go and you will be fine we went in we begged him for the first ride he got into the first ride he loved it mm. he loved it he figured that he was missing the huge part of the fun all over his life. And now he's regretting it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your first time. Was it similar to that? Be like, there's no way that I'm going to do this? No, I actually, since I was a kid, I really loved it. To, I mean, and How old were you when you rode your first roller coaster? Maybe seven to eight. And Farouk popped his chariot in his 20s. You're yeah, behind, you're behind on the game. Yeah, I was behind on the game. Well, uh, or what? Do you remember the first ride? Do you remember the the name of it or the park you were at? We got it on a, the the longest road that in a six miles over Georgia. There is the longest uh, uh, longest uh, trail that's it's a laurel coaster. It's, it's a yellowish bluish color. I don't know the name. I, Oh, but it goes over the highway and turns back to the park. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's one. We got that, and he loved it. So we stick around. That was the Batman, was it? Yeah, oh. I tried Batman. We did the Batman. Yes, we did the Batman. Superman. We did the Superman. Y'all do Goliath. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That one comes back on itself. Yeah. Yeah, that was a sick Georgia Scorcher. I think that might have been the one you're talking about. Georgia Scorcher goes out on the highway. I think. No, that's like right when you walk into the park to the left. Never mind. 
that's not it. Actually, technically, definitely. I mean, yeah, the, the right that I'm talking is right when you enter in the left side. Yeah, that's the Georgia score shirt. Yeah, or it used to be. A, maybe I don't it is. know what it is now. It used to be red and yellow. You said it's blue. No, and it's yellow. blue, yellow, yeah. Yule. Oh, they redid it. Maybe. You didn't pass for Atlanta lately? It's been a while. <laughs> There's a song that was written. And y'all might get a kick out of these lyrics. He said, uh, everyone from here knows that you can't go to hell without passing through Atlanta first. <laughs> I agree. Because just how bad the traffic is, and just it's kind of a headache. I always got lucky about it, but yeah, yeah, I mean, got a huge... I mean, I'm coming from a place that these traffics doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, when you grow up in Tehran, Tehran, you get the traffic set for two hours. You won't even move for 10 feet. You're just stuck there. <laughs> and you just must enjoy it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, Atlanta is still pretty cool. I guess, yeah, totally different way of looking <laughs> yeah. at it, right? And... I don't know if it could be compared to this, but I remember times in um, El Salvador and Guatemala mm-hmm. and uh, Chile mm-hmm. to where uh, traffic just moved at a different pace there, mm-hmm. to where like, there would be like dirt bikes like weaving in and out or motorcycles, and like the cars were bumper to bumper and horns always blowing and everyone's trying to make a move. Is it kind of like that? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. more of GTA, I mean, video game. Yeah, I was like, GTA, is okay. it. He knows it pretty well, and Kyrie's the same thing. Yeah, too. it's fucking crazy so. over there. Yeah, that was that was one of your first remarks about, like, yeah. your first time on the show. Yeah. You said how polite traffic is. I like the traffic over here, man. I <laughs> like it. I want to drive away. <laughs> you were supposed to start doing it. Yeah, you need to get your license, Farouk. You got to step up. I'm just lazy. Yeah. You won't be lazy after that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, I wanted to open up, like, just from Iran with, like, world news and, like, you're from there and you're well aware of what's going on. I did want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the freedom fight that's going on. Like, uh, is is it winning? Like, are are the people going to get what they want? What are you thinking? I mean, now I believe, yes, for sure, people will reach to the point that they are seeking for and they are fighting for because this fight is really different than whatever that I've seen. I mean, it's been a, I spent 25 years in Iran. I grew up in Iran. Mm-hmm. And I, I always been part of, I mean, I was interested in just following what is happening in the dynamic of the society and yeah. politics in Iran. So... Right now, I mean, what you see in Iran is the symbol of the revolution is women, f- life, freedom. Mm. So, I mean, now no half of the population that they've been for a, now 45 years, 43 years, they were suppressed by the Islamic regime. Now they are getting their voice out and they are fighting against this regime to get their basic freedom that they deserve to have it to have a choice to what I want to wear, to what do I want to do. I mean, not just, just about the hijab. It's about many, many discrimination against... Yeah. They don't, they're not even allowed yeah. to drive, right? No, I mean, in Iran, they can drive. Uh, it's okay. Uh, but many stupid other things. Like, I mean, they can't go to the stadium. 
Okay. Uh, or, um, I mean, they must wear hijab everywhere, technically. I mean, yeah, the, I, mean. The, I mean, the whole thing started with the death of one of the mm-hmm. girls that she's she been arrested. By the now, I mean, there is a stations around the city, in, I mean, especially big cities like Tehran, that police observe people and they check how, how, how you are wearing your hijab. Is it complete in their opinion or not? And if it's not, they will take you. They will take you and take you to the center and they train you that how hijab, how good is the hijab and how um, by, I mean, following these rules of Islam, you can help That's society. And this, and this kind of shit. And so it's not like that at all in Egypt? No, no. It's less restricted than that. It's way less. No, I mean, that's what he's talking about. Is Yeah, so, I mean, I, I hate to interrupt, but, you know, like, you know, Egypt has a touch of uh, Islam influence as well, right? They do, but, like, not this much. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. They do. People there, you know, they are religious. Yeah. But, no, they wouldn't. I mean, everything. That I mean, I've, they allow women in stadiums. I mean, you know, they allow women. women yeah, in that's stadiums, wild. Okay? Like, they party. don't check for hijab or shit. You know, yeah. you're free. You wear it or you don't. Everything that I know about so, this is but, like directly connected but, to like my relationship with you, because like when it first popped off, you and I had first started hanging out, and I remember like we were hanging out outside and we we talked a little bit about it, and I'm following it on social media. And like, there's a martyr. There's this young girl who gets uh, she she runs at the cops and she gets shot down. And like, I'm just following the movement, and they're getting more organized. And like, it really does feel like it's gonna be like a. a this is this is we're living in history when it comes to uh, women's rights in exactly. Iran. Exactly. I mean, now you have a potential of young generation people mm-hmm. that they are well aware of what they want and what they are looking for after this change and they really want this regime to be gone and then on the other side you have all the women that they are supporting the movement because they had lost many many things over these years to this laws of Islams or laws of Islamic regime so uh, definitely I mean this one since it's, it's getting support from the majority of the country. I mean, honestly, every single person that I know is kind of involved and trying to get rid of this uh, mm-hmm. shit that is happening in Iran. So A lot of the news that I get are journalists uh, from Iran who now live in London, and they're, like, reporting, you know, as an outsider, but, like, I'm getting their reporting. Like, they have videos of the movement. Yeah. And they're just reporting it in English, but they're from Iran. They're just, I guess, I don't know if they're there as like ex expatriates or, you know, I, I don't, I don't know why they're there, but they, their journalism has been hot focused on what, the human rights movement in Iran, and man, that's it's insane. I mean, they're not even allowed in the stadiums, and like, just uh, if you're an American girl out there, just imagine that, you know, just all the freedoms that you get to have here in America, and then. You're hearing about this human rights movement yeah. that's going on in Iran. I mean, like you have I mean, so much to be thankful for. And yeah, I mean, and this is very common thing, I guess. I mean, uh, maybe hijab is not a thing in Egypt, but I guess I mean, even in Egypt, 
when the uh, woman wants to get out of a country, needs the permission of yes. the husband. Yes. See? Yes. So still, I mean, still fucked up. Still, you see, even I mean, little bit yeah. less or more. All the countries that they are dealing with Islam have a good level of discrimination against women. Uh, I'm not saying it's just Islam, or I'm I'm saying Islamic governments and regimes definitely That's all of them lacking hugely over the human rights and and I mean some of them. We make friends with, I mean, we're okay with, we deal with them and we never talk about them, mm. like what happens in Saudi Arabia and whatever. And some of them, I mean, based on how is the political situation, we change the side. But mm. that's the reality. I mean, uh, Islam comes with these things as part of it, I believe. And how you should deal with this, it's a very complicated question that I mean I really think it needs to be well studied mm-hmm. to see how you should be able to uh, manage these hand situations like these extremists this, that comes through these ideologies so when y'all are young children like y'all's parents were y'all were y'all raised religious like under Islam mm-hmm. or y'all were both of you were yeah my family were Muslim mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And, I mean, and so, like, knowing what you know now like, through studying science and astronomy, whether it be physics, is like, does that, uh, does that impact that child belief or that family tradition? Like, how does, how, do, how, does, how does the understanding of the universe affect, like, maybe the faith you had as a young child? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it changes it. How but so? I mean, so many things, or so many stories you used to believe. Like Santa Claus or something crazy like no, that? No, I mean in religions. Yeah. Stories. Like, you know, battles and like imagining hell or imagining heaven or like talking about characteristics of, you know, divine thing that we call God. It's under critique. That's what I'm saying. You can criticize this. You can point finger and and say, this is scientifically wrong. You don't need it. Okay. Okay. You know, by other means. But, um... What do you you make of, uh... You know, well, like, I don't what was it them. was it was it Darwin or Marx that said that uh, religion was for the poor? Marx. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean what I, do you make of that? Yeah, he was saying, I guess, uh, I mean, religion is. Uh, you should see what religions brings to this society. I, I believe at some point in history, definitely there have been a big good use of the religious. To help the society, to uh, civilization to develop. Uh, it it kind of gives you like a jail to build a culture. Yeah, I mean, for for example, Islam. I mean, you see that. I mean, before Islam, there are all tribes that they are just all fighting with each other, and there is no unity. There are, but I mean, something under flag of Islam, you can unify the whole Arab society all over the day. So this is, I mean, this unification brings the civilization, brings the communication. So it helps to how, you know, mm-hmm. 
But now, at this point of history that we're standing, <coughs> and with the science that you can see truly what you can expect from this universe that happens and might happen, and the predictions that you make, makes you believe that, okay, even if I remove the character of God from this whole system, mm-hmm. does it affect anything or not? And you'll see that, no, still it can make sense with everything that we are setting it up. So, but because... What are, the, what are the basic questions of the universe, though? Who created the universe? Well, no, I mean, like, when, we're, when we have an existential crisis, I mean, we ask... Typically, we'll ask three questions. Who... Where, when, how, and well, I guess it's five. And it's who, where, when, how, when. Mm-hmm. I guess. And like we're, we're obsessed with like this knowledge. And so like our advancements in science is trying to answer these questions of how did we get here, right? How did all this happen? Why are we here? What happens? So for you know, what, what's going on around I get, here? I gave you a question. Like, for example, if you ask, what is the universe made of? Yeah. So, if we talk about the observed universe, the universe that we see, and like, I mean, we receive photons out of it, like light, mm-hmm. which carries information. Thank you. So, if we're just talking about this, yes, we can answer this question. We can say what this universe is made of. Oh, I, re- I respect that. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. But Thank you for clarifying We that. would say, we would, we would also answer how long it's been there. We, would, we wouldn't answer exactly how it was created. We wouldn't answer that. We know an event. <clears throat> I mean, we just, we invented it. Like, we say, when we say the Big Bang... It's just, you know, it's a huge explosion. Well, but we've, we've moved on from the Big Bang. We're on to something new now. We've Scientifically, we've proved that it wasn't a Big Bang. Like There was something more to it at this point, right? I mean, it doesn't... The Big the, Bang they're is, opening is it up scientifically, for more discussion, I believe. A, is that not correct? Yes. It's a will-based theory. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's pretty much correct as far as we know. Okay. Like it doesn't. It's not. It's. It's not only not contradicting like existing or pre-existing theories. It also agrees with the observations and like experiments. So. I mean, the but some questions we wouldn't answer, or we don't have an answer for. I'm sorry to interrupt. Like for example. What was before this? What was before the universe? Mm-hmm. Was there another universe? Maybe. Like, is there I mean, anything? Who's, who's is there anything actually outside this universe? Can we reach that? These are legitimate scientific questions. Yeah, and to throw another wrench into know. it, I mean, what do you make of history? Like, it's typically told by who? The winner. Mm-hmm. Like the culture of the loser gets eradicated, yeah. and then you're just getting the story of the winner. Yeah, right. and so as we pass down tradition and history, like, do we honestly know how things actually went down? I mean, think of all the historical events that we've already lived through in our lifetime, and now think if if we're lucky enough to live another twenty, thirty years, and it's in the history books, 
it's like, will you agree with the way it was written down? And then like you begin to question like, well, how much, like, what do we really know? And that's where the scientific method and like we have these calculation calculations, we have these theories that continue to be stretched out and thought about. And so like when it comes to math or science, it's way more reliable with humanity than with history. It just makes more sense because you can test it, right? Like we, we can't we can't raise the dead and actually know, but we can we can calculate and we can look at the stars and we can you know, we can we can do a lot of things with science. So does it make sense? Yeah, I get you. But I mean The point here, I mean, how you look at the universe and how you define, because the main reason that you develop a character of God is you want, you, you are seeing a very complicated phenomenon that's happening around you every day. And you believe the whole complexity that you are seeing uh-huh. from, I mean, inner inside the body, from universe, whatever, the whole this complexity can't just happen by its own, and it needs someone to create it, mm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the complex of it. Yeah. That, that's really yeah. I mean, that's the reason that you need someone because every um, yeah. so if every complex system needs a creator, and that creator should be more complicated than the, the structure that made. I mean, like we make robots. So it has to be omniscient, right? So I mean, I'm saying that this is a loop. It can go yeah. forever yeah, because yeah. whoever it is, it, it's more point. complicated. Like we make robots, yeah. but like yeah. we're more complicated than robots. Yeah. So we should cut this loop somewhere, right? Oh, and speaking of that, what do y'all make of like the new? Go. I'm sorry, Microsoft. Like, fin- finish. Finish your point. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm just. Okay. Um, At the point, yeah. with with AI now, like I saw this really insane picture of like this is what Saturn would look like in the horizon if it was as close as the moon. Yeah. And our AI can do that. Yeah. Like, and, like, there's this big discussion. It's like, well, I mean, I mean, it's obviously just an image, but, I mean, think about, like, everything that we've taught AI, and AI is now teaching itself. Like, every everything that we know, true, false, and it's weighing it, and it's able to give us this image. Yeah. Ain't that I mean, crazy? And it's probably pretty close. AI will play huge role in the <clears throat> next decade. I mean, it's gonna AI be mind blowing in every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. AI is really game changer in the whole industry. I mean, it's coming. Many. I mean, the new future. New future gonna be really different. I love the new future. I mean, I believe if you survive, if you really don't fuck up by the stupid things. Global and we warming. make it to 2030 next we need, we need. years, we will have a really awesome world. Very advanced technology. Yeah. And give our, our attention to global warming. Mm. That's, that's the real threat wanna, right now. I mean, I world t- War Three, global warming, so many things can happen. So many yeah. things, man. Let, let's get back and to it. And just human beings are killing each other. Yeah. 
Let's take a break from the heavy. Let's lighten it up. Farouk, give me some stories from Egypt, baby. You're back. Come on, tell us some stories. Have you heard all the stories? No, I want, I want some stories, didn't tell man. Me anything. Tell me about Egypt, man. What happened? You landed. Are you jet lag, man? What's going on around town? Yeah, Let's I go. Don't jet lag. I'm jet lag. I'm definitely jet lag. I don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I was built around 27, 28 days, pretty much got stoned every day. Low, some poor about it, but uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed with family and friends. Mm-hmm. And you being there, I haven't seen them for a long time. Let me ask you this: Is uh, what what was your favorite night back home? Favorite night. Keep it PG if you got to. Yeah. Actually, there was one cozy night, cozy friends, in a little human nest. <laughs> it's more like a very primitive wood-based one-story house. I sat there. I started making tea and drinking tea. And you are just outside Cairo? Yeah, yeah, we're up north. In the fields. And just talking, you know, just sitting with your friends, just talking and like having a good time. Man, yeah. That's how, that's how we do it in the country, yeah. man. You go out in the middle of nowhere and just park it. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's. That's what. So what about the lights there? Y'all got y'all got really good stars. Like, do you ever get like to see like some anomalies, like with the naked eye? From some places, yes. Cairo is like yeah. There are two valleys around Cairo, like two or three hours drive from Cairo, in which you can see the the galaxy arm. You can see a bunch of stars, colorful stars can see good views from somewhere in Egypt, but not in Cairo. Gotcha. Man. That really leaves, like, I know we talked about it, Barty, like when you were on the show, when you were on the show before, but, like, astronomy, man, like, going back to how you got into it, it was just through school, like, Never looking up at the night sky and like, what what is really going on up there? Yeah, actually, <laughs> one of the things with me was the place that it was leaving. Uh, in the summer, the weather was so awesome that I wouldn't sleep in the room. I would take the... <laughs> you look like you cold. <laughs> no, I'm cool. <laughs> so, uh, I would take the bed and stuff go to the rooftop and sleep on the rooftop mm. the whole summer. So the oh, whole man, summer, out, I was just stargazing oh, every man. night for a couple of hours till I sleep in that awesome breeze. So I loved it. The summer in my place that I was living was really gorgeous. Man. So uh, that was something that I, I mean, I, I, slept with those stars every night, you know, so I got into 
enjoying them. So when I got to middle school, I started taking the classes. There were a couple of, I mean, institutes and stuff in the town that they were holding astronomy class and this stuff. So I got to those clubs and then got involved more and kept going to high school, going with the Olympiad, keep going to the college and till now I'm doing my PhD there, yeah. So that's how it went. It's <laughs> cool, man. I wanted to move back to more serious things now. <laughs> is uh, we talked a little bit about it before, and uh, you don't you don't have to. Uh, you can- What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You can decline it, or you don't have to speak on it at all. But I've I've been paying attention to how this war between Ukraine and Russia, and with the exports, it seems like wheat is eighty eighty five percent of Egypt's import. Like when you were back, well, did you see any kind of an effect? Honestly speaking, I don't know much about the percentages, but I know for sure. That yeah, a good portion of Egypt's wheat is from Ukraine. People are talking about it. They were? The government or not. Mm. The government is not talking about it, you know. They're just ignoring it. So, it's fucked up as well over there. So, I mean... What uh? I mean, there is an obvious economic collapse. Yeah, I mean, like, what happened in 48 hours? Yeah, I mean, the U.S. dollar 
was around maybe 27, 27.6 Egyptian pounds and like 48 hours was like 32. So yeah, or maybe 29. Well, I mean, I mean, this is this is it's a tough subject, but like I it would is. like to like talk about this because we've got a lot of different representation. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like what do you, what do you make of the Ukraine and Russia? I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a big deal there. That you see where you want to take a side now because now escalating on the situation more is beneficial or it's not. How it's going to impact? impact everyone I mean these are the big questions that it really mostly depends on a Putin as a first person and then all the European and NATO and US at first place how to take a side there but I mean the thing is uh, how we uh, define what is the situation in Ukraine with uh, Russia now by putting more effort than ever i mean now i mean 14 billion dollars bill is going from us for supporting the war in ukraine more money in a war means putin will put more money in a war and this more adding more and more money into the war it's a big deal that you see where it's going to end everyone going to bring their own best to show off so, I mean, it's just going to, the casualty going to keep, goes higher and higher. The Ukraine going to get racked more and more. Mm. This is a sad scenario that's going to go on if we're just looking at it that way. So, other way is just stopping and not supporting the Ukraine so Russia takes over. I mean, now we are so fucking late in many things to make any deal because definitely maybe at the very beginning of the war, you could talk I mean everyone I'm not just talking about US or Europe or all of these three point of this triangle could fucking talk mm. and make some uh, situation I mean re-escalate that situation at first would be much better than now that I mean almost Ukraine 20-30% of it is just the lands that you can't do anything so even beside all these problems with the environment and everything that we are talking about the uh, how the transportation is lacking, how uh, uh, supply is, market supply is messed up now. So now imagine 20% of the lands that were productive, now they can't produce wheat anymore. Mm. So, and now we have a drought. Drought is coming and hitting yes. hard. And yeah. droughts, I mean, we are expecting <coughs> to get 20, 30, 40% lower product. So, I mean, many things are resonancing each other in this point. And I mean, the best thing to do is just re-escalating and just making everything calm because that's everything can, I believe. I mean, everywhere, even in the U.S., everything is so, um, it's so inflammated yes, in okay. many aspects. I mean, you see, I mean, now people are very polar in the U.S. I mean, yes, Trump's fan, Biden's fan, and they don't want to talk to each other, fuck each other. They don't want to see each other. They don't um, want to. I'm glad you're saying that as like an outsider observing it, yeah. And I'm so sick of that. And this is really bad. Like you're, you got one thing in common. Y'all should really get off on that. Yeah. You're I mean, here. 
Yeah, <laughs> let's go. You know. I mean, the, the whole thing about United States is being united. I mean, that unity is important. And yeah, that's 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 kind of mess that is going on. So it's really hard to say you can pull off of the whole thing right now. No. Maybe how I don't know. I mean, now it's really complicated the whole scenario. What really Putin's wants there in this war is not clear to anyone. So many ambiguous things that you just—it's really hard puzzle to make make it sit and see what's gonna happen. But I hope it turns out to somebody that I mean yeah. doesn't escalate in a situation like nuclear war or something like. I'm pretty optimistic about the future. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic about the future. Like I, I believe cooler heads will eventually prevail. Uh, fruit, what are you thinking, man? Like I, I know, it, I mean, it's so crazy. Like you, you just got back from a country that is clearly being affected by it, and I mean, I, I appreciate you sharing about that, man. Because, like, man, I've. I've been really upset about that. I mean, just because we're friends and, you know, I'm seeing how it's affecting your country, you know? Okay. Do you cut parts of this podcast? I can. Okay. So I need to get to the restroom first. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. That's how I separate it. Excellent. I'm going to go after you. Do you need to use it? Where are you going? I felt cold for a moment. Now I feel I, I, saw, you, I saw you kind of doing that. I was like, but it wasn't that bad. It was just, yeah. it was high at the same time, too. Yeah. But thanks. Yeah. You won't. It did help. Yeah. Thank you. We'll put it right there. Conversation good for you? Yeah, like, excellent talk, man. Like, uh, I, like, I believe these are conversations, like, worth hearing, like, like people really need to hear this. Yeah, right. Yeah, like I agree. We have so many different worldviews, and we come from different places. Yeah. And we're talking about like world events and like the way that we perceive it, and I, I believe that needs to be heard, right? That's true. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, especially right now, what you see. I mean, honestly, about the U.S. situation that he yeah. was talking. I mean, that's not what it was just three, four years ago. Now right. it is like that. Yeah. I mean, it changed in that period of time that I'm here. I'm seeing it, how it's changing, how rapidly. Mm-hmm. People are getting to those different poles and just fighting against each other. Why? Yeah, dude, that's, that's what I was really talking about with, like, the winners and losers of war and history. <laughs> Man, I've, I've seen this country be wrong a lot. <laughs> when they're making those kind of calls. I mean, U.S. can be really... I mean, now they're ready to give up on that being the I'm biggest economy, being the... Yeah, I mean, it's the petrodollar. It's backed <laughs> by gas, and now we're trying to get away from gas, so they, they got to figure out some kind of way to make their economy work. Like, we're... It's, it's, a, it's a strange time to be alive, man. Every, everything is going to change, man. Yeah, the world is changing fast. I like that. All right, so we were on you of talking yeah, about of just some of the effects that you saw from the Ukraine-Russia war while you were in Egypt. Like, 
you, you shared a little bit about it before, but, like, I mean, what are you thinking, like? Uh, I mean, people don't get the correct picture from the media. Okay? Yeah. So the media is lying. There is no fucking trustable media in Egypt at all. But anyway, they know. People know everywhere that there is a war running. And nobody wants Russia to win. Nobody wants the Russians to win this war. That's, that's how they feel about it, or like, that's how I perceive their feeling about it. And that's obviously how my country feels about it. I mean, we're, we're funding Ukraine at the wazoo, and we're funding that war. You know, it's yeah. like a proxy. Uh, I mean, what do you, how do you, what's Iran thinking? In the war side? Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah, <laughs> Russia? Yeah, yeah, of course. You yeah. don't expect you mean, yeah. you mean the, you mean the Iranian, the yeah. Iranian government? Yeah, I mean... No, I'm talking yeah. about the people, right? No, people, okay, yeah, so. 100%. Yeah, the Egyptian yeah, government. Yeah, the, people, the people and the yeah. government are different. I'm talking, yeah, I'm totally different. Yeah. Okay. yeah, people are 100% anti and Russia and pro-Ukraine. And actually, now there are many ties, actually, in many protests. Iranian joined Ukrainian, Ukrainian joined Iranian. So there are many of those rallies around the U.S. that people were having for the different events or stuff. And they were merging together, they were chanting together, and that's fantastic. I got something fun to talk to y'all about. Because mm. I know y'all are into it. What was y'all's thoughts on the World Cup, man? Like, wasn't it good to just have like a world event to kind oh of forget God. about COVID? It was and just have awesome. a, an event like we're all playing soccer. Let's our football. I'm sorry, but you know we're <laughs> we're doing it, man. Like we got a World Cup. Well, I've been watching it before I go back to Egypt. I've been watching the World Cup because I love soccer, and I watch it. I watched the semifinal and the final in Egypt, and it was freaking awesome. Especially the final match. It was. One very memorable match, game. Yeah, Argentina. Well, I mean, France. the host was disaster. The what? Host. Host. Yeah, the Qatar. The Qatar government was. I mean, disaster. Yeah, Qatar, in, yeah. yeah in handling the. I mean, they they were they were policing women over how they wear. They were they were. I mean, not letting anyone. Yeah, yeah. They had rules. Yeah, they had rules. Restriction and over alcohol. Restriction. Yes. Yes, they did. But otherwise, like. I'm, I'm I mean, saying it, it almost, I'm not saying, it, I'm it not almost saying, felt like a world unifier for a moment. It, that we point. all had something in common. That's you know? my point over here. Because like know? all we were thinking about was COVID said, and like Ukraine, Russia, before and then we had this. something like football to like focus on as a world. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying this yeah. is right. I'm not saying this is right. I'm saying that this has been, you know, announced it for before they accept the fucking championship to be played over there. So and the new, you know, the FIFA new, okay. The whole deal was pretty messed up. I mean, now yeah, I know this. But as an organization, oh, it that, wasn't the bad. whole thing being was built good. was built by slaves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the entire thing was they enslaved uh, many people, and many yes. people died. 
yeah. for building those stadiums. And that and that's what a people a lot. I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah dude, the whole thing was built by slaves, and yeah. They were uh, and so it. so many people were like blind to that when it comes to like it's a sporting event, but like you don't care about how this thing happened. You know. Yeah. You know, you you don't think about how things were put together. And that's well, what, what it was I a really know nice place. Because I don't <laughs> it was know built by much. slavery. What I know is yes. how is um, how quick that shit didn't let me it. to get into it. I mean, <laughs> honestly, for me, I didn't watch any of the games. Yeah, you were in protest of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah. I mean, if you know what happened for your own, mm-hmm. was I do know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people talk about it, man. I mean. Honestly, football is a big deal in Iran. People love football, and they always love yeah, their the national team. Okay, I mean that's the number one sport. So these people imagine how these people hate this freaking regime that <laughs> they were expecting those um, players, those national team players, uh, react to the what is happening in Iran right now. Put the post. I mean, openly talk about it and tell about tell everyone what's going on in Iran. But none of them did. So people start hating them. Okay, and I mean, not beside that. I mean, those people in the national team, they were assholes too. I mean, they were meeting with the president and they were praying, praising him, and that's kind of shit. So they really, I mean, working against what was really happening in the street in Iran. So people hated this team. So when they went to the game. Everyone was just. I remember that. Everyone was just wanting to, wanted to see them lose. That's <laughs> it. And this is really, I mean, a huge. I believe, I mean, dilemma in the society. How it can happen? Imagine what they can do. Like you're like on the brink of seeing a revolution. Your, I mean, imagine you have you love Alabama football team. Yeah, I do. That's and a, that's a fact. And out of a sudden. <laughs> In a week, you gotta get to the point that you gotta hate it. You wanted to get it over. So that's what happened, and they were not supporting the game. You're talking about every time they lose. (laughs) 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 Oh man, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I really do. But like, uh, like, point proven with that. Like, but on your side of it, totally different response. World, World Cups. We're in Qatar for the country. Well, most of the people, let me tell you, most of the people, I guess, in Egypt believe that it's been freaking awesome. You know, championship, well played, well organized, you know, everything went smooth. Nobody talks about, you know, restriction of alcohol or like how... um, how whatever restrictions, other restrictions, they are mm-hmm. stating it. Nobody talks about it much. They're just celebrating the fact that's been a fact now. That it's been one of, you know, most well-organized championship played in this game over the past, you know, 10, 15 years. Very interesting. And that's, yeah, and that's, that's from the media, right? Mm. That's mainly from the media. So they don't see the, they don't see the aspects that we see. See what I'm talking about here. Oh, express it, man. 
Tell the audience. What do I you mean, mean? I mean, the media is controlled. Absolutely. Like most of the people, because like, most of the people actually everywhere just follow the media. So, you would have honest or semi-honest governments or like totally fucked up governments or like cover everything and mm-hmm. don't want to talk about certain crises. That's that's pretty much it. That's what's happening. So know. it's more of people not only get fed by bad news, but also trying to believe it because of because of the fact that the economic state itself is declining mm-hmm. along with that. So they just want some kind of excuse to get away with it. Well, I think they they found their excuse, and we've kind of like hinted on it a little bit at a time, is I think the next big push with everything that's going is climate change. Yeah. That's that's going to be the villain. Most of people nowadays are still talking about COVID-19 heavily in their conversations. Yes, they are. Still affected, still paranoid. They like to talk about whether they're boosted or not. Dude. They do. It's okay. It's been okay. Most of people on planet Earth now are vaccinated, I guess. So, we're doing a good job. Whether or not the credentials of this statement. So, we're good. It's going to be like flu. It's going to be like... No, they have your own argument as well. Huh? I mean, they have your own argument as well. Yeah. <clears throat> They're having some, there were some side effects or there were some tests because of That's being okay. investigated <clears throat> now. And so, I'm, I'm not for all of it, but I'm saying that, yeah, they, I mean, they, they are mentioning some stuff that... I would... There's a lot I of coincidences. For me, honestly, I would care about every single human being. That matters, you know. But I mean, definitely vaccine was the best thing but that could yeah, happen. Yeah, that's what we see right now. The impact of that. Do. I mean, we, you really don't know. Like, we all know that the alpha variant of this COVID was the worst, and it, it continued to mutate, and it got a little bit weaker. And so by the time we got to beta, and we moved down the line, and now we're at, what, XMB 1.5 or whatever else. Mm-hmm. But um, what we know now, like, with the research, and you brought it up, is... Now, the people who were vaccinated for this don't have what it takes to battle the new one. Like, it's a brand new mutation. It's almost, it's like the flu, like we call it. Well, this season it's uh, the bird, or the next season it's swine, or whatever mm. else, right? It's like, and we're, I mean, just, we're just going to have continuous strains. They get upgrade every, every year that they come. So none of them are same as the one that this was last mm. year. And yeah, I mean, the mutation is part of a virus nature and we so can't do COVID anything about it. So COVID shot is going to be the essential flu shot. It might be, yeah. I mean, eventually it might be. I mean, I don't know I mean, how scientifically they are talking about it, that it should be this way. I don't uh, know. I wouldn't say so. But it might be. I mean, if... But I was reading a couple of a paper from another German scientist. He was believing that, I mean, the whole pandemic is over. And it won't return as a pandemic anymore. So that's the good side of moving on that's from the pandemic. That's actually what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing, you mm-hmm. know. 
everything is what was the attitude up. while you were in Egypt what do you mean like toward COVID were people still wearing masks or what were they doing no no everything is kind yeah. of normal yeah kind of normal you know cool yeah so yeah. they moved on yeah yeah seems like most of the you know most places have yeah we're getting over it yeah, I mean, everybody's over now, except China that is struggling. Well, I mean, there's a few people forward. that don't want to admit it, but I, I feel good saying it here now, you know? Yeah, COVID is over. Yeah. COVID shouldn't be a topic yeah. anymore, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are more important things to take care of than... <laughs> what do you want to talk about right now? What's what's the thing that you're most excited about? Then I'm going to ask you that, Farouk. you got a little more time on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all want me to go first? Yeah. What am I most excited about? There you go. So I'm throwing my fourth music festival. Hey, yeah. In Columbus, Mississippi. When? April 14th, 15th. It's a Friday. Wow, that's a big deal. Friday and a Saturday. A lot of great bands coming in from all over the country. Going to play a little bit. We're going to have artists showing off their art. We're going to have, hopefully, we're going to have some comedians. Mm. We'll have food trucks, different takes on food, pizzas from Munson Brothers, all the beer you could possibly want to drink, and a guaranteed good time. That's what I'm working towards right now, baby. I'm excited for that. (laughs) That's so good. I have nothing to defend that. I mean, I can... And you're, you're coming. Well, I'm coming. Your VIPs for these guys, dude. Oh, you're yeah, getting in there, man. Awesome. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Thank you as well. Well, guys, anything else to do before we walk it out? I, our, I mean, anything else to add or subtract? What's going on? Anything else Anything else to do? I'm good. What I guess we speak about everything in the board. <laughs> Pretty much. No, there are lots to talk about. I mean, what I want to say <laughs> is the Russians will not win the war. <laughs> talked about Russians again. Okay, they cannot win the war. <laughs> Fuck you, Putin. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. All right, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.